Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my Premium Queen, only $24.98. Or my Premium King, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now, on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. I know why you're here, Neil. I know what you've been doing. I know why you hardly sleep. Why you live alone and why night after night you sit at your computer. You're looking for him. I know because I was once looking for the same thing. And when he found me, he told me I wasn't really looking for him. I was looking for an answer. It's the question that drives us near. It's the question that brought you here. You know the question, just as I did. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention?
understand my intentions.
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of True Spiracy. I am V Lynn. Mick is not here. Mick's in Vegas, actually. Um, helping get ready for Justin's memorial. He was at his funeral on Friday uh, in Oregon. Um, of course, fun times. He actually, uh, it took them longer to get back to the airport from the funeral than they anticipated. Um, so Mick wasn't able to check his bag. So he had to catch the next flight. And, uh, so yeah, so he, he had a, he had a rather rough day yesterday. Um, but he partook in the, in, in enough benefits of Oregon that he didn't even get angry at the checkout or check-in lady who told him that he'd missed checking his bag by 10 minutes. So hello, crazy Chuck. So yeah, so Mick is in Vegas right now and it is James's birthday from we, the people radio. So happy birthday to James. I don't know if they're sober enough to even be watching this right now. Um, but if they are, I, I talked to them a little bit ago and wow, they're, they're pretty fucked up. It's funny, but we have lady Liberty Libby joining us tonight. I'm very excited. Uh, so another girl's night for y'all. Welcome. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? How are you? Fantastic. Yeah, I'm just trying to plug this in. Yeah, oh, there you are. There you go. Hi. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? We just got back from camping like an hour and a half ago. Wow, fun. Yeah. Camping's a blast. Did you bring your kid, your little one? Yes, yes. Yeah, he loves it. And it's also a lot of work. And I always forget. Yeah. And uh, you're in California, aren't you? I am still in California, yes, for the time okay. being. What, when are you leaving? I'm not sure yet. We're, we're, we'll figure it out. Okay. Ooh, look at this. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure. I was just saying goodbye to my husband. Um, no, I'm not quite sure exactly when we're going to be leaving because uh, we're still in the process of saving money so that we can go buy land and start a homestead and stuff. So um, it's definitely not something that we're going to rush into. We know where we're going. Um, however, with the weather about to change and whatnot, we're just, you know, not yeah. rushed. Not yet. It, it looks like my uh, my illustrious co-host and husband is joining us after all. How are you, babe? Well, I'm good. How are you? Can you even open your eyes right now? Uh, not really. <laughs> Okay, you should probably go sit in the corner and call her. Say hi to everyone and then go sit down somewhere. <laughs> All right, I'll have to check out, but I just wanted to stop in. Oh, fantastic. <clears throat> How's Vegas? Right. How's the weather? It's hot. Hot, of course, because it's Vegas. It's Vegas. All right. All right, you have fun. Tell James right. well, happy birthday. Will do. All right, bye, babe. All right, later. Okay, good. We'll kick him out. We don't need him anyway. <laughs> I like having my husband around, but I don't need my husband around. Um, so good stuff. So uh, I totally get it. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, mm -hmm. we, we strong women are um, a rare breed. So I, I watched your video, your uh, your video from a few months ago, um, actually just just before the show. Which one? I don't. Is it like an actual video? Is it a reel? 
the, the one that you sent me, the, um, about you having a heart attack. Mm. Okay. Yeah. The half hour, the live that I did on father's day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you watched the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. What did you yep. think? What were your feelings? I, I'm, I care more about feelings really than thoughts, but yeah, me, me too. Um, so, well, my first thought when you said that you had a grandma seizure and a heart attack was, did you have the jab? No. Yeah. Dear God, but, no. And no. then you, then you, I didn't no, think. Oh, fucking no. Yeah. But that was when, like when you first opened with, I had a heart attack 30 days ago. My, the first thought that always pops into my head is, did you have the jab? Right. Cause that's just, that's where I go. Oh, because but, that's what everyone is. That's because the mitochondria, the, all the heart stuff. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Um, you know, and they call me the, the mother of the apocalypse or, you know, gloom and doom and all, all kinds of fun stuff. So, um, my, nice. my, my husband, Mick is, uh, somehow he's the one that sucks on the hopium pipe more and more and more. Um, so yeah, see Lindsay right there. Always, always her first thought too. But, uh, but then as, as you got into it, um, I'm sorry about the Xanax. That's a, that's a rough one that, that really sucks. And we've come to learn so much in the past two years that doctors really care more about their, their paycheck. And, you know, they get kickbacks for shit than they do about their patients. So yes, that's, uh, I mean, I don't really call them doctors, but yes, modern yeah. medicine, uh, yeah. drug pushers. Yes. Yes. They're, they're quacks generally. Um, yeah. yeah lots of drug pushers. So and oh, lots. they're all in it for this. They have yeah. all sorts of fancy titles uh -huh. from dermatologists to urologists to cardiologists. They're all ists, all of them. Yeah. I can't stand I, them. I'm over I mean, it. I, I, you know, I have to say my husband had major brain surgery 17 years ago and they told me that he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't live more than five years if he even made it off the mm. operating table and, um, all of this. And obviously he's, mm fine. Um, mostly. That's awesome. Thank God. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there, there are some, there are some good doctors. There are some, of course that was 17 years ago and, uh, yeah. I wouldn't have my youngest son without some doctors, but honestly they tried to kill me on the operating table because they didn't listen to my allergies and gave me something I was allergic to and I almost died. So, um, cause that's what happens. They don't listen to you. Yeah. Uh, and oh, then we they, could talk all about like the medical system yeah. and I could tell you about experiences I've had, but yeah, yeah. no, no, that, they're that, assholes. Yeah, they absolutely, they are. They don't listen to their yeah. patients anymore. You know, no, we, nope. um, we talk about building a new system a lot on our show, a whole new, a whole new society, um, you know, new, uh, new, new medicine. I don't like to call it modern medicine. Maybe it's old medicine. Um, you know, ancient there's ancient medicine there's lots of ancient healing and, and herbs and you know all, all that, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff um but uh that's that's a whole that's a whole nother we can get into that in a little bit yeah traditional okay. medicine a lot of chinese medicine but uh at the end now your your death experience and People like to call them near-death experiences, but I call them death experiences because Me too. you actually die and you come back. Right. It's yes. like, like there is no such thing as civil war. There's only uncivil war, right? right. I don't call it civil right. war. It's uncivil war um, because it's, there's nothing civil about war. 
the same thing. There is no near death experiences. It's like being pregnant. You either are or you're not, you know, right. Exactly. Or, you know, you didn't. Right. So I um, agree. I completely agree. A lot of people call it near death experience. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I fucking died. I died. I was dead. And now I'm here again. So I don't think it's near death. I think it's, uh, after death. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but and people are funny because they try to logicalize and rationalize and like with their, our human brains, try to explain something that really truly isn't explainable, in my opinion. Not with this brain and this consciousness right now. That's just my opinion. But I try as best as I can to explain it. Can you tell everyone about that? About what, what you saw, what you heard? Uh, yeah, your, your connection's real. Your connection's real staticky. I don't know if you want to. Is it? You're freezing up just, and you're kind of crackly. It, it could just be because of where I am, where I'm located currently. It's not in the. Uh, there's, there's no towers. There's it's more of a death spot than anything. So the fact that I have internet at all here is pretty awesome. But I know it's cool. Is it better? You're frozen right now. Mm, nice. All right. She's going to pop out and come back in. Fantastic. Oh, that happens. All right. So while we wait for her to come back, I do want to remind everyone that, uh, Next weekend, a week from today, is Justin's memorial. And hold on while I pull that up. Hmm. So we're meeting up at, uh, here we go. All right, so we are meeting up at Crank and Grind at 721 South Main Street, rolling out at 4.20 p.m., meeting up at 3 p.m. So a week from today, October 2nd, um, in Las Vegas. So uh, come and join us for Justin's Memorial Ride. Um, We'll be going from spot to spot, and uh, yeah. And then we'll actually be having kind of a, another virtual wake for him at the end. I believe they're working on getting it live streamed, but will people will be able to call in and, and tell their memories of Justin and how he impacted everyone. So, and Libby's back. All right. Hey, sorry. I don't know why the internet kicked me off, but it did. I'm back. So that's really what happened. It doesn't kick me off. Yeah. It's us. It happened on Weaver's way a few times. But that was because my VPN was on and did not turn off. I understood that. So, uh, yeah. I'm not sure why that happened this time, but hopefully the connection stays with us. Oh, is it? Do you want to turn it off? Sorry, my husband's trying to help me with the technical stuff. But I don't can't stand. I hate technology. Really, can you tell? Anything about my video? I can't stand it. 
I understand completely. Yeah. I was joking about somebody about the movie Office Space, how they smashed the computers with the glass printer or whatever. Oh, we love to do that. It's so cathartic. I did it with a fax machine once at work. It was fantastic. Took it out and beat the shit out of it with a hammer. Fax. One of those old rolling ones. Yeah, it was fabulous. Yes. Yeah. So you want me to tell you about the near death experience? The death experience I have. They call it that. But uh, I mean, it happened. It, it's 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 kind of strange for me to talk about it now compared to when I listen to myself talk about it on Father's Day. Because I tell people, I told uh, Gabby, Libra's mate, and Jess, and the other guys that I've, ta- I've done podcasts with, um, just people that I talk to, that particular night when I did that live for Father's Day that you watched, right, that one, yeah, was 30 days to the date after it happened. Yeah. And that's really important to me because of this reason. This is kind of a little bit of a backstory as to why I even had the heart attack and the grandma to begin that um, you know when it came on there so I'm all I'm a believer I believe I don't call myself a Christian I just don't like the label I was born Jewish I was born into a very Jewish family mm-hmm. um, and uh, and finding Jesus and walking with Jesus has been for the most part um, really tough for the last I don't know I was seventeen when I found Jesus and um, and it's been very extremely personal extremely it's not something I talk about or broadcasted or um, it was very private it was very personal it was truly a relationship that I had I have with God and I strayed away from it many 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 times over years um but I think for me talking about it now versus that day, that particular evening. Um, so I have grand mal seizure. And I had the grand mal seizure because I was abruptly taken off of benzodiazepines. The benzos that I was put on the Xanax. Xanax uh, is the fast acting. It's actually the fastest acting benzodiazepine that you can get to the market. Um, it's been prescribed by any doctor. And MD can give it to you. A dermatologist can actually give it with giving you uh, Xanax. If you came in there with the right bullshit and uh, and he was about the money, I mean, really is what it comes down to. Because they got, like you said, a huge hit. And I learned that many, many, many years ago. That was brand new to me two years ago. I I, I was very sick growing up. I had a lot of trauma as a child that I went through, that I survived. Um, I was unfortunately married to... Uh, horrible narcissist for a long time. We have two beautiful daughters together and been divorced well over a decade and happily remarried um, to a man who's not a narcissist. And, but he's not perfect. He's like me. And, um, and so my daughters being a mom was a gigantic uh, part of how I identified myself like walking on this earth. I'm a mother. I'm a nurturer. I'm also a support. And I've always been very nurturing and I've always been extremely sensitive and sensitive and I take everything too fucking personal and all that crap. And uh, people made it sound like it was a whole thing. Doctors made it sound like it was an awful thing. And I believe that for the majority of my life. And uh, when 
anxiety started for me, um, it became disabling very quickly. And it was a long time ago when I first encountered anxiety. I didn't know how to describe it back then because I was a fucking kid. So I would say, it feels like an earthquake in my body. My tummy hurts. Um, I just don't feel good. I'm cheeky. And as an adult, um, things for me being a mom, because it wasn't my first encounter with Xanax, and I've had a lot of people. I have a, a, a little video, a little video that I made with some pictures and statistics of Xanax. What happens to people on fucking Xanax? And I can't tell you how many women have defended them using Xanax. Moms, uh, just like me. There's a reason they call benzodiazepines mommy's little helper. Let me just tell you. There's a fucking reason. There's a reason why millions and millions of predominantly women mothers are fucking addicted to a drug in America. There's a reason to prescribe it here, and they don't prescribe it elsewhere. Um, and so for me, the anxiety that I uh, was living with the last couple of years since my daughter's decided to with her father, because they felt like mom is crazy. Um, and they felt like I was crazy because I um, have very vivid dreams. And um, occasionally and sometimes often, the dreams that I have come through in my reality. Um, people call them prophecies, people call them conditions, they call them visions, they call them deja vu, whatever, lots of different things. All I know is that I will do something if it's repetitive, chances are it's going to end up happening. That's been it. I've had people tell me that I attracted. I'm like, okay, cool. I guess I attracted them in the in LA. Because I knew it was coming three days before it came. So if I'm that fucking powerful, everybody better watch the fuck out for my dreams. But that's not what I believe at all. I believe that God, and I've struggled with this for the majority of my life, and I'm not super young. Um, hey, Libby, your, like your connection's first. getting really bad again. It's all it, like really robotic, and you're, you're freezing up. Um, I don't know why. Let me try to unplug a couple of things. Maybe I'll open. I'm not quite sure. Why? Right. I don't know. It's just kind of day in this area. There's a lot of people going online, possibly. Is that better? Not really. No. Do you want me to log off and log back on? Because I don't yeah. have a VPN or anything, so it could just be the connection. Why don't you try that? Okay. All right. Yeah. She said she's basically in a dead zone where she's at. So she's going to log off and log back on and try and come back. Cause, um, that was, that was really, I apologize. That was a little rough, but she's got a great story and I'd like y'all to hear it. So hopefully we can get her back here. And in the meantime, Let's see if I can do this. Mick wanted me to play this for y'all. Um, let's see if I can find this. All right. Fuck, God damn. I've All right, hold on, y'all.
course it does that. All right, a little message from Mick. Fuck, goddamn. I finally get out of here to goddamn Vegas and look at this shit. And this is what showed up today. Fucking George Barbecue master, the king of the barbecue pit. Nobody cooks meat better than George McDougal, but today we're smoking up some cream cheese. That's what he's going to be fucking doing, folks. We're going to cream cheese. We're going to score it up. We're going to put it some season on it. George McDougal's going to throw it in the smoker low and slow, 225 for two hours. And then later on tonight, we got the we got the chickens marinated. Look at this. We got the chickens marinated in the fridge. Look at these fuck. Look, look at these. Oh, are just fucking fuck beautiful. Fucking beautiful. Fuck look at beautiful. this. We beat our meat today. Nobody beats that. the meat we like George McDougal. We slap our meat or we've made it. Nobody home. beats the meat like George McDougal. This will go on the smoker later for a couple hours. I'm going to throw some flame on it. You guys saw the YouTube channels. Go go follow us on the YouTubes. I cooked that on the YouTubes. The recipe's there. Go check it out. George McDougal is the greatest barbecue pit master of all time. Nobody beats the meat like George McDougal, okay? It's just, it's just the, the way fuck? it is. It's the way it is. You're distracted. It's the way. Yeah, yeah. See, see, we got to get, get this, this, uh, this fucking okay. smoker thing going. What flavor do you want to do today? We got the gospel. We got a little Cajun. We can do a little. We do a little of this, we can do a little of that. We can do, we can do half and half if you want. Well, shit, let's do whatever the crack says. What does it say, That's what we're going to do. We're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to do a little half and half. And uh, what is the duck fat? We're going to put the spray the duck fat. Spread it all over the place. I mean, pff, fuck it. It's George McDowell, folks. Come on. All right, y'all, Libby's back. They're so freaking funny. All right. Let's see if we can get Libby back in here. Hello. Hi, is, is it better at all? Uh, maybe a little bit. What does it sound like on your end? Because I just have the air conditioner on. So is that what you hear, just like a background white noise? Uh, it no, it sounds really like robotic and and I don't know, kind so? of yeah, a little bit, but better. And I can reset the internet. That's about all I can do. And maybe call the company tomorrow and see if we can upgrade to a better connection. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not used to this. I'm just like a boring home mom that lives in our right now. I was trying to say the name of the fucking commie state. Start on. I understand. Hold on one second. Let me see something else. And I'm so not a tech person either at all, really. I know I talk about robots, but I fucking hate them. You want to call it at all? Whatever that's going with, probably shouldn't undo that. Yeah, I can't start unplugging things, I'll get in trouble. Big trouble. And that doesn't fit in there. That's no bueno. All right. We'll go back to some George McDougall here.
Eh? The greatest barbecue show. Nobody beats the meat on He's beating his meat. How you smoking it tighter, folks? <laughs> We'll be right back to finish this. I gotta go get a. I gotta go see who's winning this game right now. Somebody's screaming. Nah, it was uh, uh, Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs, the rookie. Yeah, yep. Yeah, he just scored. Fucking rookies. Goddamn fucking monk. All right, see that? So there you go. There's your fucking filleted out. Goddamn cream cheese. Now look, you little homos. Don't go slapping your cock in there thinking you make love to this shit. A little of this on this side. You're gonna do a little of this, a little of that. We're do the gospel on one side. We're gonna do the gospel on one side, okay? We're gonna do the gospel on one side. On the other side. Pretty intense about the whole making sure it's a perfect half. I mean, you see that, right, folks? I mean, it's intense. He's got the special glasses all set up for it. And now, what are you doing on that side? We're you, do you the were talking about. We're gonna do the holy voodoo on the other side. All right, okay. holy we're voodoo, holy voodoo. I'm, I'm concentrating over here. Fuck it, I, I can tell. Not can, now, chief. I'm in the zone. We, we, we can see. We can see. We can see. George McDougal's the greatest chef of all time. He knows exactly what he's doing. Okay. Just fix my macaroni, huh? Let's go. Let's go. Get your shine. Hey, go get your shine box. Go get your shine box. Go get your shine box. Nobody asked you. Okay. Now here's what we do. Patriot Party exclusive right here. Little George McDougal cook cooking action. Spray a little duck fat on there. Little duck fat. We take this. We're gonna pat this on. Make sure it's on there, nice and good. Nice and good. Nice and tight. Nice. Tight, Tony, Tony, the tiger, tight, tight. Put that there. Put it just like that, just like that, just like that. Little, little. Okay, and then we take this. Layer open. Cooking with George McDougal. A nice little score. You see that score? Just score. All you do is score. Just score. Hopefully it's good in a little bit, folks. Hopefully we can actually eat it. Because we might not be able to eat it. Why would you not be able to eat it? George McDougal's the greatest. <laughs> the greatest, greatest fucking greatest. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. Yeah, the fact that you even question that. You hey, so the fuck out. Green Bay just scored. So that's that's the score. So you said that fucking five minutes ago. I, I heard you. You said it was I hear him. I hear him still talking it about was, it. It was the rookie Romeo Dobbs. Dobbs yes, I heard and they, they they keep talking about it. I just I'm just listening. To I heard it on the fucking television. Well, I can't fucking hear. I heard it, right. You, I heard Look, you say it. I can't hear shit. I'm deaf. I don't fucking care. Excuses like assholes. Everybody's got one. They all stay. I get it. So ha ha ha. So shut the fuck up. We we fucking this brick of cream cheese here, huh? No, we're making it nice and scored. Yeah, you're scoring it all right. So when you open it up, you plow this thing with your penis in the sink. It's gonna get ugly. There we go. There we go. All right, there we go. Some more, some more seasoning. What's this? What's this stuff? 
This is the Holy Gospel. This is the Holy Gospel. According to? By Mitchish. Mitchish makes this. Okay. This is the Holy Voodoo. And this is the Holy Voodoo. So this is the, all the bad shit. Do you do it like a stop sign or do you do it like a... Now, take this a little bit more over here on this side. And we need a little more just on this side. Make sure we get even color. Even, even. Season here. Even it. Cook it with George. Kick it like a notch band. stuff. Yeah, we see. Now, on the slope for two hours. Smoking two hours. Low watch this. Watch this. Low and slow. Two point five. Low and slow. And you're cheating pe pe pellet smoker. Watch. Watch. See. Look, look, look. Boom. Low and slow. Two point five. Right. Boom. Done. Uh oh. Oh, y'all. Watch this. This is crazy, actually. And Libby's back. But uh, a friend sent me this last night. Watch this. This is in Connecticut. All right. Anyway. Fuck. Goddamn. I finally get out of here to goddamn Vegas and look at this shit. And this is what showed up today. All right. Oh, those boys are hysterical. That is my husband and James from We The People Radio in Vegas right now at James's house smoking cream cheese. Okay. Smoking cream cheese? They're smoking cream Why? cheese. Why? Why? I don't know. James seasoned it and they're smoking cream cheese. It's James's birthday. I'm so uh, they're freaking hysterical. See, I I'm not cool. I just, We're I'm just smoking weed. Yeah, we do. Oh, excellent. We do that too, actually. Um, we do a tribute to Justin. Did you know Justin from Cannabis and Combat? No, I don't think so. There's, yeah. you know what? Honestly, there's a lot that I don't remember from that seizure. A lot, I guess. Yeah. I understand. Well, Justin, that's my mix out there right now, and I'll be going out. In fact, I'm supposed to be flying out of Orlando on Friday night to go to Justin's memorial. And there's a hurricane hitting Orlando on Friday morning. Oh, my gosh. So I think I'm going to be driving to Vegas from Georgia. So Oh, wow. It'll take me two days. It'll take me about 30 hours. But that's okay because then I can bring stuff back that I wouldn't otherwise be able to bring back. So that's quite yeah. all right. Yeah. Um, You're going to go to Vegas. You should yeah. go to Planet 13. Go to Planet 13. Okay. Well, it's a it's the biggest fucking dispenser you've ever been to in your life. Oh, you're going to slip I, out. I it's a fucking warehouse. <laughs> I can definitely do that. That's fun. So we do, we do a tribute for Justin because Justin took his own life on July 10th and it's been just absolutely devastating. It was horrible. We had just been out to see him. I'm not even kidding. Like we had just left there on Wednesday and he killed himself on Sunday and it was the most horrible. Oh my God. And like we still cry every single day. Um, because it, he was our best friend um, and he had a lot of demons and he was going through a lot of shit, which is why we were out there in the first place. Um, but, you know, cry. yeah, it was horrible. We cry all the time. Uh, so and Mick just went out to his funeral. His funeral was on Friday. Um, oh, shit. You just had his funeral. This just happened. 
it happened in July, but they just had his funeral because his dad, they cre- he was cremated and his dad wasn't able to yeah. really handle anything before then. Um, so I'm his- so sorry for your loss. Can I had- ask why, why did he kill himself? Uh, he got into a fight with his girlfriend. She called the cops. He said he would never go back to jail because it was horrible. And when he saw the cops, oh my God. Up, he got his gun and killed himself. Yeah, so it was pretty pretty horrific. Um, and he, like, yeah, it was horrible. So, uh, anyway, so we've been trying to keep his company alive, the Serious CBD, um, and his channels, because we, mm-hmm. we were so close that we already had, we had his stream keys, so we stream on his channels now, and where his dad actually gave us and James from We The People Radio the, his brand. Um, so we're, we're starting a new Cannabis and Combat platform but yeah so um so every day you know we we always say that uh you die twice the first time you die is when you actually die and the second time you die is the last time someone says your name um so we're not gonna let that happen on our watch so we do we do a tribute to justin every day on the show come on is it gonna play it should play what the fuck There it goes. Yeah. So y'all, now that uh, Libby's internet is better, we're going to get into a good deep conversation here in a second. But until then, get ready. Smoke it up. Pack it up. Roll it up. Whatever. Oh, nice. For Justin. Yeah. That's really fucked. Yeah, he was one of the best of us, and he took some of the light of the world with him when he left. But I cried all day yesterday and the day before, so I can't start doing that again. Well, I cried last night, if that helps. I was up, like, late <laughs> crying. I couldn't see the lake. It was really, really fucking dark. I was so pissed that I actually had reception there. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? If I do have reception, I'm going to fucking talk to my friends, okay? And they're all on Instagram, by the way. <laughs> I understand. Except, except for the couple that we've met, the family that lives behind us. Uh, that we were camping with. Like, we don't have any fucking friends. There's nobody around anymore. We're the crazy people. We have no family either. Listening to us right now because, um, exactly, you know. Exactly. I haven't had a bong in a long time. Now you're making me jealous. I don't get jealous. So I used to have a five footer bong. Mick didn't smoke for 28 years. 20. I didn't smoke for all of, over 11. Uh, and I smoked the entire time and I'd hide it from him off and on because we've been married for 17 years. We've known each other for like 30, I don't know. I don't even know how long anymore. 32 years. We grew up, we literally grew up together. His mother is my fifth grade teacher, but he joined the army and, uh, you know, and he was in the army from the time he was 18 until like just six or seven years ago. And then right after that, he became a firefighter. 
so he, he couldn't smoke. And then right. we we, uh, we sold our our house that was closer to the city, and we moved out more to the country and bought a little three acre, <laughs> started a little homestead. And now I have like twenty two animals in this house. I've got you know puppies and chickens and ducks and a stray cat that moved with us and parakeets and like it never ends and a lake with fish and it's fantastic. Um, and Mick quit his firehouse job. Um, cause he had a heart attack as well, actually, cause I pissed him off so much that he literally blew a gasket. I'm, I'm good. At that. <gasps> that's, yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. 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 That's what happened. So, uh, that's what happened. so we had to quit the firehouse and, um, and he went to the VA and the doctors were like, he was like, I need to, and we had just moved. So he went to a new doctor, you know, cause we're in a different area now, like an hour yeah. away from where we were. And they were like, well, wait, you take what? And he laid out everything and everything you'd been through and all, you know, and they were like, what if I could get rid of 95% of your medications and with one thing? And he was like, what's that one thing? And they go, have you ever smoked the marijuana? And my ah! husband, just like that. And my husband goes, Motherfucker, you're gonna make you're gonna make day. <laughs> and uh, now he is off. He's off blood pressure. Um, he's off his blood pressure medication. His blood pressure has never been better. He's off of um, his anti seizure medication. He hasn't had a seizure in I don't even know how long. He's off. Nice. Uh, he's off of his antipsychotics, and he's never been happier or calmer. Um, Me too. He's off his Adderall, which he was on his Adderall because it counteracted something else that put him to sleep right. all the time. You know, he's mm -hmm. off pain meds. He used to eat it yeah. like a, a bottle of ibuprofen every single day. And he was literally bleeding out his ass. He's off all of that. He just uses serious CBD topical in his, um, in his coffee. And then he, you know, smokes weed and it's fucking, it's, it's amazing. Like I have a whole new right. husband. It's, it's fantastic. That's it's awesome. the kid I remembered when we were growing up. Um, that's so cool. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, I that's feel the same way we need your husband have a lot in common. I was on yeah. a pain patch because I had pedental neuralgia for three years, but I also got rid of pedental neuralgia, not just with uh, cannabis. It was predominantly, I got rid of I could say whatever I want, right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't censor okay. any, but any, you okay. say whatever you want. We don't care. Okay. All right. So, uh, I cured pedental neuralgia, pedental neuralgia, general nerve pain. That's yeah. exactly what it fucking sounds like. Yeah. You ever heard of it? Uh, it's, it's like fibromyalgia, but it's, it's more generalized rather than like, it's, it's kind of more all over rather than like bugs crawling under your skin kind of a thing. No, pedental neuralgia is, uh, when your pedental nerves are damaged. So the pedental nerves exit the S2 and S4 of your sacral spine. They wrap around your hips on each side and they attach in three different parts to your clitoris or penis, uh, your mm -hmm. perineum and your anus. And when those nerves are fucked, you either feel like when they are working great, you get a lot of pleasure when they're stimulated. And when they are not working properly and they're damaged, you get electrical fucking shocks in those areas. Oh, that's yeah. uncomfortable. It's a little different, right? Yeah. Like, can you imagine cooking? No. And yeah. And zip. No. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's yikes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I always say now, like if I just get tortured, I think I'm going to die in two different ways. Like again, like actually die and stay dead. I think it'll either be uh, um, being tortured to death 
and they can kiss my ass because eventually you get go into shock and you just die before they can actually finish their torture. Um, or uh, just, I think, defending like battlefield style. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. So, all right. Mm-hmm. So, tell us about your tell us about your death experience and what you what you saw and what happened. Uh, so, really, I would first say that I'm very sorry that my internet sucks so much over here, but I'm kind of oh, in the middle so of bumfuck nowhere. Now. Yeah, no, it's so it much better. California, but call, I, I reset it. I finally reset, and then I prayed. I yelled yeah. at Satan, and then I prayed, and then I reset it. And now it's working, yeah. so we'll see. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, the seizure I had because I was abruptly taken off of benzos, it had been five to seven days. I was on a very high dose. I should not have been. I asked for a taper. He refused to give it to me. And I went into Xanax withdrawal, which anyone who goes into Xanax withdrawal, this happens. So on Weaver's Way, there was a bunch of questions and people said you could die. No, there are three milligram Xanax bars for a motherfucking reason. It's because there are zombies out there that live on eating Xanax all day long. And oh, yeah. they are functional right? They're not. They're zombies. They don't remember anything. And, uh, and there's lots of women that have commented on, there's a, a reel that I made, um, on father, I made, I put it together and posted on father's day, I believe, um, or soon after, um, as like a tribute to what I had been through. And really it's more for me than anybody else. I just decided to fucking post it publicly and share it because there's statistics. And I was hoping and praying it would go viral for the mere fact of getting more, people, especially moms in America to wake up and get the fuck off of it before it's too late. And they can't. So, um, that's the reason I had the seizure, right? But the reason I had the heart attack, see, it's not a coincidence. I don't believe there's any coincidences in life. I believe that everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. And, um, I didn't know Justin, but I didn't have to really know Justin because Justin already sounds from the little bit that you told me about just like I was. There's, there's so many things that I feel like people um, hide from other people, especially on fucking social media. And I've always, I've thought it was silly since MySpace days. Okay. It was silly. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm the same way in person as I am here or anywhere else that you'll see me because I don't know how to be fake. I, I, yeah. so this is the thing I can be fake if I'm on Xanax, if I'm on Xanax and drinking and smoking, I could totally like, you have no fucking idea, but I also am not really feeling much of anything. And that's the point of Xanax. Xanax turns off human emotion. It makes you not give a flying fuck. So anything that's going on, you don't give a flying fuck. Now for me, I was over two years grieving my daughter's not being in my life. Because I told them in January of 2020, along with my husband and our son, who at the time was two, two and a half, that I had had a repetitive dream for six to eight weeks. And the dream was that I was, um, and I don't want to bring up another subject, but this is just part of it, that I was um, hovering above a very flat earth and I could see that it was completely vacant. There was no movement there was no cars there was nobody moving around there was there was nothing there was no life it was just empty and every time i woke up i felt really lonely and really scared and um really anxious and it kept getting worse it wasn't getting better it would just get worse and worse and worse ironically but not the closer that it got to when everything actually shut down so eventually i sat my husband 
and my daughter's down and I talked to them and I told them, um, and they, they all know anyone who actually knows me in person and spent time with me knows that I'm kind of weird and I know things and I've always kind of known things. And, um, people have called me, uh, highly sensitive. I've had doctors tell me that I'm high, my nervous system is also highly sensitive. And so the paternal neuralgia and you're going to live with it forever. And all of the opiates that you'll be on. I was on a pain patch, honey. Okay. For two years, almost on top of doing everything else they wanted me to do until I finally told them to fuck off. And I listened to my therapist that had been trying for four years to convince me to go eat some fucking mushrooms and sit by myself and deal with my shit. And eventually that's what I did. And I'm going to do it again. I can't fucking wait. I'd have to plan it out. Um, and this time I have to go full blown to like four to five grams probably to really crack open the rest of the fucking closet that is my subconscious to get the rest of the shit out so I can move on with the rest of my life here. And that's really how I feel about it at this point, because they told me that I would live with that for the rest of my life. And I didn't. And I don't. I don't have it anymore. Um, I don't have those pains. But when my daughters left my life, they left my husband's life, their stepdad. That's been more of a dad to them than their own biological father has been. And they fucking know it. Um, and they left their their brother's life, our son. And... Um, I don't know any mom who's really a mom that that wouldn't fucking destroy because it destroyed me. Oh, yeah. I gave my life for those girls. Everything I did, every decision I made from originally I had gotten. So you said you're, you know, Justin hadn't smoked in a while or your husband. I was, uh, was sober. I was in recovery for over for actually technically <laughs> this is really weird. Um, it ended, it was 11 years and 11 months. Isn't that bizarre? And I started drinking. I was just done. 11 years, 11 months to the fucking date. Yep. And I had been using cannabis. Cannabis I use medicinally. I don't really use it to get high. Once in a while I might, but for the most part, um, I use it medicinally. And it just happens to be that it calms my nervous system down. That's always like high wired to look for threat um, to just calm down you know, to just relax. And uh, the night that I had the seizure and the heart attack, May 19th, I had the seizure, it was coming and I knew it was coming and so did my husband. We knew that it was coming. Um, I had the seizure because of the stoppage of the Xanax, but I had the heart attack because I was reading through, um, you know, I fucking hate Instagram and social media, but, uh, I was reading through story tags that my oldest daughter was tagging me in that were, oh, so just, it's a teenager. She's a teenager who's really pissed off at her life and um, is taking it out on the one fucking person who's always fucking been there for her. And I get it. I do. Now, at the time, I didn't. And at the time, I took it so personal that I had a motherfucking, what they call heart attack. Um, I was like, oh, my heart broke. I, it was heartbreak. And because when they told me I had a heart attack, you know, when I was in the hospital that night, when I kind of woke up from it all and, um, and I asked them what happened and they said I had, and I knew something really bad happened and I knew something really bad was happening as it was. People ask me questions sometimes about when it happened. I'm like, I don't fucking know. I just had a seizure. So I didn't know where I was or what was happening because I just had a seizure. The brain is like a fucking motherboard and a seizure is imagine taking like a motherboard of a computer, right? That's plugged in. It's active. It's a live motherboard. 
and you pour some fucking water on it, it's probably going to not like that and act all weird and do some awful things and sparkle and who knows, right? That's what happens in your brain when you have a seizure. Yeah. And I don't think people know that or realize that. And, and grand mal seizures are the most dangerous because they're the ones, they're the typical ones that when you think of someone having a seizure, and there's lots of different kinds of seizures, and there's people that believe that deja vu is a form of a seizure or that people that stare off, like, you know, uh, and I do that a lot, um, that you're having many seizures. Like there's all sorts of, you know, ideas that they have. Um, and then there's people on the spiritual side that are like, oh, you're just tapping into source and blah. Okay. Um, I, I just know that the grand mal seizure that I had this last time, uh, I should have stayed dead and I didn't. And um, it wasn't the first one. I had a grand mal seizure for the same reason because of benzodiazepine abrupt with, you know, stoppage um, in 2009. And I stopped, I stopped drinking, I stopped smoking weed. <laughs> I was, that was, that was dumb, but I stopped smoking weed. I stopped everything for 11 years, 11 months. And this time when I had the seizure, it was for a different reason. It was because a doctor refused to taper me off and I refused to continue taking the drug. And I was willing to risk dying and death to get off of it because it was controlling everything about my life quickly. And it did it quickly. And it doesn't matter. People have been like, well, you drink with it. That and so do you. And you could lie and say that you don't. But if you're on seven to nine milligrams a day, chances are you're having a beer or a glass of wine or a couple shots. Like, don't tell me you're not. And you never have the entire, like, that's just, you're lying to yourself, but don't lie to me. Um, and, and so the combination of that causes memory loss and it causes you to block out and it can also cause a seizure. And that's what happened. And when I was watching and reading the messages I was being, um, you know, tagged in on Instagram by my oldest daughter, um, that's what triggered the heart attack. And so my husband found me in the bathroom. What I remember is sitting on the toilet, peeing, reading um, the tags on Instagram, my anxiety climbing. It had been. I was visibly vibrating most of the time, which you can see if you put up the reel that I made with the, I wanted it to be like an awareness video. I would love to see something like that as a fucking commercial on TV. Um, but uh, I was sitting on the toilet and I was leaning down and I guess maybe I passed out. I don't know exactly what happened, but um, I was sitting on the toilet one minute and then it was black and I opened my eyes and I was in a garden, a really big, beautiful garden. The only reason I like talking about this is because I remember it so well, like it was yesterday, like it's right there. Um, it was a really beautiful garden. Just was there a willow really tree? Thick. No, I didn't see trees, actually. Okay. I just saw a lot of foliage, a lot of really thick blades of grass, wildflowers, really vibrant, insane, beautiful colors that we don't really have here. Um, and, uh, and I remember being really confused and wondering where I was. Like I was very aware of where I was and I was very confused because I knew that I was just on the toilet peeing and I thought, maybe I'm dead who I don't what's happening and then um and then I heard my husband's voice but I couldn't recognize his face and he was yelling and screaming at me um and he looked really panicky and really scared and I knew that somehow um but uh, I couldn't figure out exactly who he was 
and I couldn't seem to make any sense when I opened my mouth and tried to speak. And that started, I started panicking, I think. And um, I remember being on the bed, on our bed in our bedroom, and when we were in the apartment back then, um, I remember eventually figuring out that it was my husband and asking him to sing to me because he sings, he has an amazing voice. He should fucking be on the radio. Um, Actually, and, when you have uh, stroke, that's the best thing to do is to start singing. That's the best way to get your words back. Yeah, he was singing to me and I kept ask, pulling him closer and I was staring at his mouth. I remember that. And, uh, I don't know where our son was. I guess he was, he, I, I know later he told me that when he opened the door, so he found me in the bathroom, the door was locked and he had to break the door down and he found me laying on my side, um, sprawled across the shower and the floor. And he turned to our son and told, you know, told him to go and turn the TV up really loud and watch TV in the living room. Um, and then he came back and, uh, I was seizing at the time, I guess. And with, so with the grand mal seizure, you're foaming at the mouth and just wiggling like a fish and uh, chewing your tongue usually, which I did badly. I couldn't really eat or talk well for weeks until it healed. Um, and uh, so he told me that afterwards, but at the time I didn't know it. Um, and I remember paramedics coming in um, there's just a bunch of guys that were, were looked really big, but I'm a very small woman and I was laying on the bed and they were yelling things at me and I couldn't understand what they wanted from me. And I was very cold and uh, shaking and um, my teeth were chattering and my mouth is really dry and I can't really speak because I don't have any saliva in my mouth. And, um, and I'm asking for water. But I can't tell if I, what I'm saying even sounds like English and if they understand that I want water. And then I hear them say that my heart rate is too high and that um, to calm down. And then a minute later, or whenever it was, um, I, they told me, uh, um, you know, Libby, try to calm down. We're going we're gonna to stop your heart. Try not to freak out. And um, they, that's, so I found out later that they gave me a drug called Keppra five times that night and um, to stop my heart from having another heart attack. And uh, I guess that's when I went back up to heaven because, and it is up above in the clouds, past the clouds. And um, <clears throat> Uh, when I got back and I was in the garden again, I looked around and uh, Jesus was right in front of my face. It was who I felt was Jesus, obviously, um, but he was everywhere. Um, he was smiling. He didn't speak. He was beautiful. Um, he had flames in his eyes. He was glowing. It's kind of like I describe it like the sun. Like if you try to look at the sun at noon, it's really hard. It'll hurt your eyes. You can't really look right at it. It's sort of like this. Um, that's kind of what it was like. And then I remember being um, back in the bedroom. Um, they were putting my body on the stretcher and walking me over to the stairs because we lived on the second floor. And uh, 
And then I remember my son coming up on the right side of me and uh, telling the paramedics that his birthday was coming up. And it was, it was two days later on the 22nd, he was turning five and he told them uh, to bring his mommy back. And they said that they would. And he said, my birthday's coming and my mommy has to be there. Um, and then they took me down the stairs. I remember them putting me in the ambulance. And I remember uh, being really cold and telling them that I was really cold and wanting blankets, but I don't know if they understood me. And I remember uh, them kept telling me to calm down. I fucking can't see when people tell me to calm down. <laughs> that, that it never, never works, by the way. Ever, ever. That, yeah, no, that has the opposite effect. <sighs> like, I wish if men hear anything from me today, stop telling the women to calm down. Stop it. <laughs> Especially today. Never We're not it. calm. Never do you're it. fucking pissed. Especially if you're like me. Like, you're fucking pissed. And if you live in California and you love freedom and you're not fucking super pissed, there's something wrong with you. Um, as far as I see it. Because this place has fucking been hell the last couple of years. Um, and I remember uh, them telling me that they were going to stop my heart again because I couldn't seem to calm myself down. And... Then I was back up there and um, I heard God's voice. Um, it wasn't Jesus. It was God's voice. And he was very upset. He was very angry. Um, and he's very sad. And he asked me why I was there. Um, I remember being really confused at the question. And knowing that although I was staring at Jesus, it wasn't him that was talking. I knew that somehow. Um, I remember what his voice sounded like. It sounded like, uh, to me, it sounded like thunder. Like if thunder could make words. Yeah. That's how God's voice sounded to me. Um, Jesus didn't look like all the stupid fucking pictures everybody has. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, his eyes looked like flames to me and he had, uh, he was glowing, just glowing and he was smiling, but I, but yeah, he had flames in his eyes and they were, it was just amazing. Um, and God asked me why I was there. And I remember kind of looking down and saying, I, do, I don't know. Um, am I dying? I think I'm dying down there. Right. Because I did it again. And, um, and I remember God saying uh, that I asked to come up there. And so if I asked to be there, why did I think they wouldn't bring me? And um, he asked if I wanted to stay. And I said, yes. And he asked why. And I said, because there's too much hate down there and not enough love and I don't want to be there anymore. And... Uh, Then he told me it wasn't my time to stay there and that I had to go back because my son and my husband needed me. And then I heard my husband praying for me. And I tell them that still, I heard him. And men are so prideful, they don't want to admit certain things. And I heard what he said. And, um, and then God told me that I had to go back 
but that um, he was very angry at me because I had been very boastful. And a lot of people get very mad at this part. But the truth is that if this resonates with you and you feel guilty or your conscience is speaking to you, then maybe you ought to take a look at it and not hate me on online. Because um, I block hate mail like fucking fast. Um, but God told me, because if you if anybody scrolls through my, my stupid feed on Instagram right now, I um, it's not my first or 10th or... I don't even know how many accounts I've had on there anymore. Um, but this time I came back differently. I came back with a different mission, a different goal, a different objective. And I just don't really give a flying fuck who I piss off anymore. Um, but uh, he told me that I had been very boastful and very arrogant. And... Um, and not really living at all with the faith that I claim that I had that's described in the Bible with all my yelling and screaming and emails and phone calls. And uh, I love the, we, the people sign like slogan. Like I love the whole, yes. And I also feel that uh, I just can't find a scripture anywhere in my Bible that says we, the people and evil. And I don't believe that this is anything other than evil, like truly evil, all of it, every single part of it. And I'm not talking about politics and I hate politics. I don't really want to talk about politics, but uh, I talk, we talk about politics Monday through Friday and Saturdays that oh, are good. Sunday, not talk about politics. I mean, this is all evil, crazy motherfucking people are psychotic. Like, okay. They're in that level of crazy. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. You can go crazy, but this level of crazy. It's new. It's this because is way of disconnected from God, from the source. Completely. And not just that, there, I'm going to fucking be God myself. The whole new age spiritual, I'm sorry, the Bible's never been fucking altered. Don't message me and tell me it has been. You're not going to get me on your side. That's not how I work and operate. Sorry. Like, I've seen too much that, you, that my faith can't be tested like that. It's just not going to happen. Um, I should not be here. I should not be here. I'm not living this life for myself. I tell my husband this all the time when we argue and fight lately, like, I'm not here for me. I'm here for Jesus. I'm not here for me. I'm not here for you. I'm not here for Jacob. I love Jacob. I love you. I love my daughters, but I'm not here for any of you. Not like that. Um, God told me very clearly that we were, I wasn't going to stop this. This wasn't going to be stopped by humans. That's not what is happening. It's something that we can stop. It's Bible prophecy that is being fulfilled. That has to be fulfilled. And I know that pisses off a lot of patriots. No, but it's that's the truth true. for me. Have you heard you our say? story? Have you heard our story? Our spiritual? Yeah, may, maybe I have, but in all honesty, there's so much that I really, I, I remember things. It's not like I have amnesia. I, I remember stuff, but there's, um, my memory's very jumbled up. Like I recognized your, the logo mm -hmm. that I saw of yours, but I couldn't place for the life of me where I had seen it before. Like well, how, where, how come this looks so familiar? My husband was the one that started talking to me about it. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? And he's like, no, this was just before I logged on. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, you don't remember this at all. Do you? I'm like, no, nope, none of it. No. <clears throat> well, we just recently told our story in in full. And yes, Tammy, you're, you're absolutely right. You are here for a reason as is my husband. Um, Mick has died seven times. 
seven times, I think. Um, when, when it gets that high, you start to lose count. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and he keeps coming back because he has a purpose that he has not fulfilled yet. Although unfortunately that time apparently is coming too soon, but, um, yeah. So, and this, it sounds so crazy when I say it out loud, but we've had the experiences. So I, I absolutely 100% know that it's true. And actually I'll, pl I'll play a recording for you in a minute, but, um, okay. yeah. So Mick is the vessel for the Archangel Gabriel and he comes to speak to us pretty regularly now. He speaks to me through Mick or he speaks directly to Mick. And I've got it recorded. Okay. Can you hear he, it? Yeah. He literally well, possesses glasses on. He literally possesses my husband. So <laughs> this this one was was this is the only time I was able to record it. It happened a year ago. Um okay. And the, this was the third time that he came. I think it was the third. Hold on. And the first time. I don't know how to get this. Somewhere. Um, the first time was September 4th, 2021. That's a few days before my birthday. Um, and he told me then that we had 10 years from that day. From September 4th of 2021? Mm-hmm. 10 years until what? I don't know. Are you going to play it? Sorry. Okay. I, 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 I don't know. I asked It's a that. puzzle. There's pieces. It's just all pieces of a puzzle. So many pieces. Okay. Here you go. Mm -hmm. Okay. And let me give you a little backstory before this starts. And okay. This okay. turned out to be exactly 13 minutes and 13 seconds long. Okay. Numbers uh, are so funny like that. They're so funny. Mm -hmm. But, uh, so we were, we were on our way home from our friend's house and mm -hmm. he looked over at me and, and I, and we were in the car and I knew it wasn't him. And, um, he said, you still don't have faith. And I was like, not now. Cause our kids were in the backseat. Mm. And I started playing that, uh, the struggle Jennings song, God, we need you now. And I mean, like <gasps> I, I jacked it up and I played it as loud as I could. And I was bellowing it at the top of my lungs. Right. Okay. Until, okay. We got, okay. until we got home and okay. it was only a few minutes from home. So we got mm. home and I sent my kids in the house and I went around to get out and I went like around to his side because he didn't seem to be moving. So I opened the door and I tried to get him out and he was completely paralyzed. Like he couldn't move anything but his head. Okay. And, um, and I was like, okay. Um, and he, he was like, that's, that's not how this works or that's not how this is going to work. And I said, okay. And so I walked around back to, to the driver's side because I was driving mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. on the way I took my phone out and I hit the voice record like memo button right okay okay I, I got back in the car and i mm -hmm. put my phone down face down in the center console so that he couldn't mm -hmm. see the recording okay okay we're in my car parked in the driveway with the, w the windows partly open um okay. and this was two weeks after september 4th so here we go okay okay so tell me how it works Thank you. 
had full control a while ago. It's gone now. You didn't listen. I told you to listen. You didn't hear. You heard what you wanted to hear. You believe for all of a day. Belief for a day is not for all of that of a lifetime. Are there any questions? Before I leave now. There's a ton of questions. I'm sure there is, and there's none I can answer for you. Well, then why ask the question if you can't actually answer them? Because the question has to be asked. <laughs> that seems kind of pointless. That's for your lack of belief. Oh, I believe. Oh, I believe too. I believe you believe something that does not exist. What do you think I believe that doesn't exist? Me? God? God doesn't that are exist? beyond your control? Oh. If you believe that. I think you proved it to me pretty well last week. Mm. 40 days and 40 nights. Just remember what that means. Now, when he when I say you proved it to me really uh, last week, this the the previous week was the second time he had come, and I was really angry at him. I got really mad at him after the first time, and uh, I when he left, essentially, um, he made my husband feel the pain of the stigmata, and it started that he he like he was like, "There's blood on my hands, and my hands hurt." like my hands are bleeding. Now, mind you, my husband can't feel his right leg from the hip down because of his brain surgery. He also can't feel his right arm from about the elbow down um, because of the brain surgery because they removed a part but of his callosum. He has neuropathy? Uh, yeah, well, they removed a part of his corpus callosum. They split the two halves of his brain. So um, he had an arterial venous malformation in the middle of his brain. Yeah. Holy God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so they he saved his life. Yeah. So, uh, he has a combat related, it was a combat related thing. So okay. anyway, um, so he can't, there's a lot of things he can't do with his right leg. Um, he can't point his toes on his right foot. He just can't do it. He can walk on it. He can even run on it, although he prefers to bike, but he, you know, he knows it's there. He's like, he says he's like Mr. Deeds, right? He can walk on it, but he, he can't do a lot of things with it. And when right. he gets tired, he limps pretty noticeably. I can always tell how tired he is by how bad his limp gets. So that okay. second time that, that he came. Um, that's what my husband says about me. That's so weird. The second time because that he Because I had PM. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Um, he, made, he made Mick feel the pain of the stigmata. And he, uh, my, my son and I got him into my bed, my 15-year-old who's mm. six feet tall. Um, and, uh, although he's 14 at the time, um, and he put his right foot over his left foot and he pointed his toes. That's physically impossible for him to do. And he said like that his feet were bleeding and his hands were bleeding and, um, he couldn't look at me because I was glowing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it was, it was, it was crazy. Like, um, but mm. it, it proved to me because it, he made the the impossible happen. So that's when I right. that's, that's that's why I said he. That's when you it. believed him. 
Oh, so that's when you believed him when he was that's telling right. you that he was, I see. I get it. I get really it. believed. Yes. Right. Cause yeah. you had to see something. Yes. Yes. I always have to like see physically something. in yes. the physical world. Right. Exactly. I get yeah. it. Got it. Just remember, I'm not bullshitting you. He's in tons of pain. He feels everything. I fucking feel everything. And I'm tired of feeling everything. I don't want to come back to him. He's been chosen for a reason. You've been chosen for a reason. It's up to you now to figure out what that reason is. I can only tell you so much. What am I supposed to do? Believe. Have faith. Believe in something you can't see, touch, smell, or hear. But believe. He can. Not only he can, but the ability for him to understand even what is coming out of my mouth right now is a sign that he's more than what he seems. Well, yeah, that's true. However, did you heal him from the death? I cannot carry on in the body I'm in, not without hurting him severely, and I'm not allowed to do that. Therefore, there's only so many times I can come back in this form. Everything from this point on will be something you've never seen before. I cannot come back to him. I come back to him again, he dies. Your call. No, no, don't, don't then. I definitely don't want him to die. Right now, I can't move anything of him past his neck. Because he's no longer accepting. So he's begun to doubt. He didn't doubt before. So what have you done to change his mind? I told him the truth and it scared him. You told him the truth about what? About you. About what you don't understand. I told him exactly what you happened. The entire told experience. told him something you will never, ever, ever begin to even fathom. Something the Lord above hasn't even told you yet because you have failed to listen. How do I listen? Open your ears. It's all around you. You just have to listen. It's in everything you see, do, and touch. But you have to listen. You have to have faith. Faith in something more than you. Faith in something that doesn't even apply to you. All mankind is part of this. And is at the end of this. However, if you don't believe, all of mankind kind is doomed. You're putting the fate of humanity on my shoulders? On my ability to believe? He is. You think Mary had it any easier? He works in mysterious ways. I thought the truth. However, however mysterious to you, however mysterious to me, he also has faith in mankind. But apparently that faith is waning. We done pissed him off. You've done something. And there ain't a soul that's going to believe you. Of course they're not going to believe me. They didn't believe Mary either. 
Well, if you believe in that story, what's so hard about what I'm telling you? Again, I told you I believe you. You proved it to me last week. I question everything. I need evidence, you're but you freaking hit me over the head with it. You're still questioning. Well, today was... He knows. He knows better than anybody else. You might want to think twice. He knows. Stop questioning. Why question something you know it's going to happen? I can't think of one reason. Well, then again, I've seen more things you will ever see. Is the shot cutting people off? From I that? don't have much more time. Are those really the questions you want to ask me? If I have no control over what's going to happen, what's the, you told me you can't answer any questions about what's going to happen or what I'm supposed to do. Are I have to figure it out really for myself. Are really the questions you want to ask me? Ah. Mankind's had so many more questions. <sighs> Are we the only ones out here? Are we the only ones? Did you create everything? I already know the answer to that question. Really? He did create everything. For someone who doesn't believe as much as you do, I find that hard to believe. I know we're all connected. I'm connected to him through that connection. Yeah, but you don't believe that. I do believe that. Not in him, you don't. Is the earth flat? As I said, your faith is misplaced. Is the earth flat? Place your faith where it belongs. And as I said before that, listen to what's being told to you. You are the acceptor of all the truths of everything that mankind needs to know. You will tell everyone. That's up to you, though. It's not up to him. What am I supposed to tell them? What you know is true. Is it going to be the end or is it the beginning of something new? Is that a question you really want to know? <laughs> well, at least I'm getting somewhere. Yeah, it is a question I really want to know. It's not an answer I'm willing to give you. Well, that kind of tells me the answer then. Ten years. From, from a September week ago. 4th. Two weeks ago. Your perception of time is messed up. You'll have that when you jump into just some human. He's more than just some human and you know it. Well, yeah, because no human can hear me without their heads exploding and their chest imploding. What's your name? Gabriel, you know my name. You know my name since the first day I was here. I thought you were Michael. <laughs> he had the most 
horrified look on his face when I said that I had to burst out laughing like he was it was shocked and horrified and disgusted all at the same time I'll keep going <coughs> this is amazing I'm not a big fan are you? <laughs> I'm trying to stop Michael what is Michael trying to do what do you think Michael's doing? What is Michael known for? War, plague, death, destruction. So one more time. What do you think I'm trying to stop? What do I do? What have I told you? Listen. It's all around you. He will tell you what to do. Only the unfaithful don't hear him. Obviously, the person I'm in right now hears him. Because if he didn't hear him, we would not be having this conversation right now. Because his head would have exploded and his chest would have imploded. Because that kind of happens when you talk to an angel. It's one of those things. So I've heard. Although there's not much written about it because uh, y'all don't come to visit very often. No, but normally when we do, we're trying to ward off something really bad. Everyone's going to die. Well, it's up to mankind. Not everyone, but... Again, that's up to mankind. I don't have much time left. What do you have left to tell me? What questions do you have? Go. I'll ask God my questions. Send my husband back to me. Ryan, Ryan, come back. Ryan, come back. Hey. Hey, babe. Ryan, Ryan, come on, come on. Come back. Hey. Hey, come back. Come on. Come on. I need you back. Hey, let's go. We're home. Ryan. We're home. Where? We're home. Where? We're home home. How did we get here? I drove here. When? Uh, what's the last thing you remember? In the car? Where were we? Do you remember where we were? Katie and Justin's. There you go. Okay, good. We're home. Right? Yep. We're home from Katie and Justin's. That's exactly right.
Why isn't the car running? Because we've been home for a minute now. Thirteen of them, actually. So, there is something greater than all of us. That was a year ago. And it's not just my shoulders that the fate of humanity is on. It's all of our shoulders. We all have to believe in something greater than all of us. That was pretty freaking intense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. I don't remember. What was your name? Sorry. I remember shit. Huh? What was your first name? What was what? What was whose name? I said I don't remember your name. Sorry. Oh, my name's V. Yeah, my name's V. Lynn. Yeah. What was your husband's name? Uh, he goes by Mick, but in, in that I I used his real name, so I we generally mm -hmm. call him Mick. So, but you know, we were home, and it was a, obviously a private converse, pri private uh, yeah. recording. So. And that was the last time that happened to him? No. Um, and actually, the next time Gabriel came back, we were in an airplane on the way home from Tulsa. And he came back and, and Mick was reading a book. He was sitting in, sitting in, there, in, in a seat on the plane. And he leaned back, his eyes closed, and he came back too. And it wasn't him. It was Gabriel. And he looked at me. And he said, why am I back? And I said, I don't know. Why are you back? And he said, you still have questions. And I said, okay. And he said, where are we? I said, we're on an airplane. He said, what's that? I said, it's a tin can in the sky with wings. And he said, oh, that's how I'm able to come so easily. You're closer to me. And I mm -hmm. said, well, how are you able to come at all? The last time you said that if you came back, his, he would die. So why are you here? And he said, well, he's accepting now. What did you do? Now, mm. Gabriel is a fucking pain in the ass. Sorry. I know. And I love him, but he is a, he is annoying pain in the ass and we fight all the time. Okay. I have no problem bitching out an angel. I do it on a regular basis now. But, um, that time when he came back, he, uh, so he, he said, well, he's, I said, well, I, I played the recording that I made of our last conversation and he st stopped thinking I'm crazy and came to accept more. So, mm. um, and, uh, and then I asked him my question. So, um, and he told me he's not in control of anything. So that I needed to ask God. Great. Right. Um, and then, and, and my 40 days, cause he came to me every, basically for 40 days. Um, and then when my 40 days was up, he started coming to Mick and he started talking to Mick for 40 days and then he was gone. We didn't hear from him until, until CERN started up really. 
July 5th. Until what started up? CERN. Till they started CERN up. And now yeah. we use it all the time. And now I I will I will ask him a question in my head during the day and Mick will come home and give me the answer, not knowing what the question was. Um and then she's like, Gabriel told me to tell you this. What the fuck does that mean? I'm like, I asked a question and that was the answer. Um sometimes he just comes. But he got really mad at me. He gets mad at me a lot, but he got really mad at me recently. Um, actually after last week's episode, because he said, I created a reality that they didn't account for. And I've been telling him for the longest time that this jab is, is a bioweapon and it's, it's killing people. And not only that, it's disconnecting them from God. And he kept telling me, he's like, whatever man makes God can heal. Just have faith. He said, if, how can God heal them? If they are disconnected, if God can't connect with them, if they have been I mean, if their source is, is cut off, how can God heal them? Mm -hmm. And, um, so after our last, last week's comeback special, he got got really mad at me. Um, and he, he said that, uh, that I'd created a a reality where most of humanity was going to die and it would dwindle down to like 180 million people. And I said, no, 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 Mm -hmm. don't on me because I have been warning you about this for a year and now you're going to shoot the messenger because you finally come to realize that what I've been telling you is true and that we need to stop this some other way. So yeah, it's so much bigger than us, but. Yeah, no, by all means, if you want to, uh, your, cause your internet just went bad again. If I'm all, uh, I'll play an ad here if you want to pop out and okay. drop out and come back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Here you go. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. You know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God, yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to see all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellamd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing 
keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had delta Crown, they had omni delta. I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure whether it's fluorocron, delta Crown, or whatever, omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and isomectin. Here is the part. Here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are bestinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them so you know something. So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I, always tell me, well, I got sick, and what do I do? How, should I increase my dose? I said, no, go back to the website, sign up as a, a repeat patient, and get treated properly. Serious CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews can verify authentication. Golden full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins. Solvents. Heavy metals. Microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. All right, and we're back. Hey. Hold on. I see you down here, but not up here. Let's see if we can do this again. Let's try that again. Hmm. There you are. Hi. Hi. That was incredible. to your husband. Very interesting. This totally isn't coincidence at all. It's tripping me out. Your internet went really bad again. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just a really bad connection. I'm going to call the company, I think, tomorrow morning and see what I can do. If anything, like, this is what I need internet for now. Can you help me? Yeah. That's the best I, I got right now. Because I don't have any of these lined up, I guess, so... We ended up, uh, our internet went bad because they installed fiber and they, they nicked our cable line um, when they installed mm -hmm. the fiber. So they ran a temporary line across the street for like two weeks. And then we were like, fuck it. We went to the fiber and it works awesome now. So we're much happier. And yeah. it's uh, significantly cheaper. So that's good too. So, um, but you were saying at the end of your video that we, we, don't, we don't win this. And, um, you know, we, we have to get out of the cities. And I saw you, you've done some other videos about the, some of the transhumanism stuff that you found. 
Yeah. I've been thinking about it for a long time. It's been a long time. It was before I had this. It was before this year. I initially first found all this stuff. Um, first found like hints about it last year. Uh, last summer, I was still in, without giving away the name, uh, an organization for women that initially was uh, based out of California and spread throughout the country. And uh, I ended up doing intel for them for a little while. And I left the organization uh, earlier this year because I, if I'm anything, so even before, you know, the hoax and all the bullshit happened, motherfuck. Um, I share the whole setup thing. I just don't have any of that cool stuff. Um, but before the hoax and everything had started, I, because of the general remarks that I had, I was on social media and I had all the social media things, the Twitter, the YouTube, the, all the stuff. Um, and uh, I was doing great, like talking about female public health and um, helping other women a lot to figure out what is going on with them that doctors just don't give a fuck to help women with at all. They just tell them to go home and deal with it because they were built in you know, the pain. Uh, I heard so much bullshit from Western medicine doctors. Um, but when this started, I was really not surprised at all at the way California responded to any of it. Um, when my husband and I decided to take an RV, we rented an RV, summer 2020, okay, when everything was closed down everywhere, because the whole country was in lockdown and blah, 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 blah. We rented an RV, uh, my husband and myself and our son, and we traveled across the country. Um, I did Instagram back then, and I shared it all, a lot of it. My followers back then were shocked the stuff that I was showing them because it's not all you fucking see on mainstream TV or back then even on a, a truth for freedom which is obviously this whole world didn't exist remotely close to the way that it is now um, in March of 2020 you know what I mean so um, the the video that I made I, I don't feel like it's a coincidence that it happened on Father's Day either because it was um, the video I had you know, this DNR attack and all that stuff was you could try to explain it away medically with it was because this reason or that reason and biologically whatever. But for me, now, especially retrospect, I feel like above anything, it was a spiritual reason. It was a spiritual reason why I personally went through that and that was my experience and why I'm here now. Right. And so when I finally did decide to do that live on Father's Day, it's because, it's directly because of my husband, really. It has a lot to do with my husband. Maybe I haven't made that super clear in a lot of the other podcasts I've done for that live, I really don't remember. But the connection I have to my husband is very powerful. It's not unlike, it's unlike anything I've ever experienced before. And I don't have to be with a shit partner to know that. I just know that. And um, I heard him. 
And that's the big reason why God kicked me out <laughs> and sent me back was because I heard him and I heard what he needed and what he wanted. And, um, and it was for me to come back. So um, when God asked me why I wanted to stay, and I told him it was because I felt like everyone down here, there's too much hate of that's being true. That's how I felt my entire life. Um, people me an empath, like I mentioned before, I'm highly sensitive and, and I'm extremely intuitive. Um, I always have been. I knew the moment earthquake was coming in 1994, three days before it came. Thank God it's my parents will be packed emergency bags the night before. Because I'm the oldest of four in our town, I was red flag three days later. And it was because they listened to me. And because I listened to God and took actions, although I didn't understand at the end as a teenager, I had no fucking idea what was going on and why I had the images that I had in my mind. And why I felt like I did, why I felt so pressured, like something was pushing me from behind. I had to say this. I was compelled. That's the only word I can really buy in English language to remotely close to how I feel. Especially about all this 2045 fucking robot bullshit. And um, God did tell me, tell me that we weren't going to win this part. And I don't believe that we are. And that's why I won't go to rallies. I won't go to, I'll go to a rally if it's for fellowship and hang out, but I'm not going with the science and the bullshit and the yelling and the screaming. And the, I would rather put my passion and my energy where I want to spend that. I would rather, except God needs me to put my passion and my energy and my creativity into something else and to find it a different way. Because the way I've been personally been about doing it here is in California, in the fucking heart of hell. Like what I call modern day Saudi Gomorrah is Los Angeles County. I was born and raised there. I'm sorry to say I'm ashamed that I'm fucking from there and that I was born there. And then I'm first generation American in my family. Because everyone in my fucking family, including my parents, forgot apparently where they fucking came from. I didn't. I haven't. And that's the reason why I have some, some of the videos that I have pinned, pinned to my profile. It's not so much I've had so much shit from me for why I posted that live on Friday that I shared with everybody. Um, and for the most part, I really end up engaging in conversation with these people on the thread, right, on Instagram. And it very quickly turns sour to them so fast that they block me. So the entire conversation is gone, it's removed once you're blocked. And nobody else can see it. So I tell people, oh no, I've gotten shit for this. Where is it? Don't see it because it was blocked. I blocked them, but they blocked me. Chances are they fuck me before I can even hit the block button because they can't handle what I say to them, really. Which is basically, I understand the level of um, the, the desire and the want and the need to fight this and to beat it and to stop it. And all I'm asking is if you are a believer, because like I mentioned in that video, which I watch often, sometimes I still need a reminder because I am fucking human and I talk, I do. And I don't feel like what happened to me is unusual. Honestly, I don't. I feel like it happens to a lot of people and they just are in denial of it. Like they don't want to accept that it happened. I've had so many doctors, the doctors from the emergency room from that night, I've called, I've called and talked to the nurses, right? So here's something super bizarre. The nurse that I had when I woke up, when I was in the hospital, I had the idea with saline, whatever, right? 
and they ended up giving me this and they tapered off for about I think like two months. My husband, I really feel a very spiritual sense. We changed up for me the pit hell to pull me out. Libby, yeah, you can't hear me. Do you think you can uh, you can do what you did before and go reset your internet because you're you're coming in really really bad again and freezing. Yeah. It worked well when you did it the last time. Okay. So let's see if it works again. Okay. 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 All right. All right. We'll see her back in a little bit. And I have to agree with her when she says that we're not, we're not going to win this part. Um, this is biblical and don't take that the wrong way y'all. But if you read revelations, it flat out tells you that three quarters of the world's population is going to die. Um, it will be the end of a lot of things. I believe it'll be the beginning of something new and uh, something better is coming, but it's still, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be pretty. So get out of the cities. If you're in the cities, please get out of the cities. Stock up, prepare, do whatever you have to, whatever you can to be prepared for what's coming. And if it doesn't come and if we can, I don't even want to say wake up enough people, but bring enough people back to God. Um, while I do believe that the jab is disconnecting people from God, I also believe that you can get that connection back, but you have to ask for it. You have to want it. You have to will it back. You have to manifest it back into existence. That's how you reconnect with God. You have to pray and you can get that connection to source back. If we can get enough people back, then there, there is hope. Mick told me the other day that I believe in humanity, whereas he just believes in God. He gave up on humanity a long time ago. And I understand that because he's seen more evil than many people ever want to accept that there is in this world, being what he's done and where he's been. And I have a, he said, I have a, a soft heart and I, I always like to believe the good in people. And I, I love everybody even recognizing their faults. Um, and that's generally true. Now, if you, if you piss me off, if you betray me, then there, there is no force like a woman scorned. But, um, but that being said, I, I do believe in humanity and I also believe in God. And I believe that we can reconnect the two and save this. We just have to manifest it. We have to will it back into existence. We have to will faith in God back into existence. That's really the important thing. So I'm sorry that I spread so much doom and gloom because I, I don't want to manifest that reality. I don't want to see an empty world where everyone is gone, where there's so few of us that 
we are struggling to survive in the shell of a society that we only remember through oral history because we don't even have the technology to pass it down any other way. I don't want that. I I want us to be a strong society and and get back to God, but we can only do that if we have faith, if we listen, if we reconnect with God. And not through the church. You don't need to go to a church, you don't need to go to a building and let someone else tell you what God thinks or what God means or what God wants. You just have to listen. You just have to have faith. It is all around you. God is trying to talk to you every single day, every minute. You just have to listen. So anyway, I see Libby's back. Welcome back. Yes. That's better again. Yay. I'm definitely going to call tomorrow morning and figure out why it's so shitty because I have a few podcasts lined up and it's so embarrassing to constantly be cut off. I'm like, this is the story of my life though. Yelling into an abyss, trying to be heard. Trust me. I completely understand. Um, Satan's an asshole. Yes. Yes. He really is. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I went, I went on a little, a little soapbox rant because, because I got in trouble for, I got yelled at significantly for, um, basically spreading too much doom and gloom. And, and it's, I, I do believe in humanity and Mm -hmm. I believe in God and I believe that the two can be reconnected, but we absolutely believe that we all have to. Right listen and have faith and trust that God wants us so to hard to listen. Sometimes it really is. There's so much so, chatter everywhere. So yeah. I have to go out into the middle of almost nowhere to be able to hear God. Sometimes if I can't find a hot bath or an ocean or I don't know, some kind of running hot water or water, just water. I need water. <laughs> Me too. Which that- I know is weird. Cause I'm an earth sign, but I need water. I, I live on the coast across the street from a river with a lake in my backyard. So <laughs> you have my life already. Didn't you see our chickens? I have, uh, I have nine chickens, two Guinea hens and six ducks. Yes. That's amazing. I want to get a dairy cow. Um, I have a dead cow in my freezer, but that's as far as that goes. <laughs> that's good. But I want, I want, um, I want a dairy cow. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know this show was going to be this much fun. We have to race, we have to do another one when I have like actual good internet connection and it's not scorching death hot outside. So I don't need the blazing loud air conditioner in my brain. Oh my God. I'm in a small RV. So it's just really not normal. I, I Nothing about me is normal though. So we're, we're not, trust me, we're not normal, but I, you know, I'm excited. Like I, I've come to realize, and I realized this a while ago. <laughs> oh, well. uh, that uh, that everything everything happens for a reason, and I'm just along for the ride at this point, right? So, yeah. all right, here's another really crazy thing, and it it rained here every single day for like six weeks. Okay, I mean it was like freaking mm-hmm. Seattle weather to the point mm-hmm. where my lake was like overflowing. It's up 
in my yard. Um, my, my whole yard is underwater. And, uh, and we got 16 inches of rain in one day. Like it rained hard, wow. right? That's I mean, it's it was constant. And, um, and Gabriel finally came to yell at me. And, uh, and I told him, I was like, and I, I took it, whatever. And I argued with him for a bit. And then I was like, can you please, can you please make it stop raining? Like we are drowning. Like we, we're not supposed to have another flood. Can you please make it stop raining? And when I tell you that it stopped raining that minute, it stopped raining and it hasn't, sorry. It's all right. And it hasn't rained again since for like two weeks, except for like a drizzle here and there at night. Um, yeah. Finally able to like pump the lake out. So, and put it back into the river so that, um, yeah. So I was like, okay, so just another small, you know, miracle. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm going to have to deal with that stuff soon, huh? Yeah. So then now I'm supposed to fly out to Vegas mm. and I'm supposed to leave on Friday, Friday night from Orlando. Mm. And then I see this storm, this Hurricane Ian coming up, right? And it's basically right. heading to Florida. And I was like, mm. all right. But it was supposed to hit Tampa on like Wednesday. And so I called my cousin because she works in the airline industry. And I was like, hey, what do you think the chances of me getting out of Orlando on Friday night are? And she's like, you know, based on the track of the storm, she was like, I mean, the airport will be a shit show, but you know, you have a, you have a confirmation. You're, you know, I told her what airline I was flying. She was like, yeah, no, you'll, you'll be good. You'll get out. I was like, okay. I was like, we'll keep an eye on it and we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. I wake up this morning and now it's forecasted to basically hit Orlando on Friday morning. And I was like, okay, so God's telling me that I'm supposed to drive. Yeah. That's the safest thing to do really. Yeah. And I was or like, just stay home. No, I can't stay home because it's just to drive. So, I, so I'm like, okay. So I'm like, all right. So I'm either leaving Wednesday morning or Thursday morning, depending on, you know, cause I don't want to drive through the storm either. Why don't you leave earlier? Than, you can't leave earlier than that to give yourself a day just in case. I got kids and you know, my oh, mom's going to take me too. for a while, but I've got kids and 22 girls yeah. that need care. Um, so yeah. So, uh, so, but I'm just like, all right, I just, now I just listen. Now I follow the signs. Now I don't, I used to fight to try and make things happen the way I want them. And now mm -hmm. I just the flow when I see when, when something, something like that happens. Okay. I'm supposed to fly out of Orlando on Friday night and there's a hurricane coming. All right. I'm going to make change, make the change. And I'm going to drive instead because obviously, obviously I'm supposed to drive and I'm excited to drive 30 hours by myself as crazy as that sounds, because that's, that's the best time for me to listen. Mm -hmm. So I know there's something I'm supposed to hear and I'll, I'm sure I'll find out what it is. I do love yeah, that, but I love the desert too. The desert is very, very calming. There's something very desert. Yeah. I didn't know that until not that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. It is very calming. It's weird though, because my, my husband, so I love the beach. I love the ocean so much. Um, and it's always been the place that I used to go to when I was a kid to feel safe. I always felt safe in the ocean because I never felt safe at home. And I didn't feel safe as an adult in the relationship of my first marriage at all, like ever <laughs> at any point in time. And um, which is why Xanax came into my life back then too. 
to make everything pretend like it's better for a while. And um, people are going to hate me for saying this shit later. You know that, right? I get so I got I got so much crap after the last one with Weber's Way when I talked about Xanax. Oh my god! I'm on, I can't, I stopped caring what people say or think so long ago. People, I I don't care. I just don't want to be bothered. Just I, with, just I mean, really, it goes into. Let me just give a forewarning here. First, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a mom. I've read a lot. I'm a weirdo. That's that's all you really need to know. I read the Encyclopedia Britannica as in elementary. Yeah. I was angry at my dad for not letting me buy the rest of it so I could have the full fucking set. That's what I got mad about when other kids were wanting their Nintendos. Okay? So I'm just weird. And that's fine. I like me most of the time. Um, but uh, for me with Xanax and for me with all of that stuff, I just really feel like it's the devil's fucking dick drug. That's really how I feel about it. And I hate it. And I'm never going to okay it for anybody. And I'm not sorry at all. And also, all of my messages that I get from people that just want to hate me go to my request. And then I just block them as soon as I read one sentence that sounds like hate. So I'm just saying, unless you have a, yeah, I don't play around with any of that crap. I just don't have time for it. The energy that people pour into bullshit, right? When So my hair, I'll give you a great example real quick. This is not how I like my hair. Just FYI for everybody who thinks it's cute. I fucking hate it. I feel naked. I um, don't like it. It doesn't feel girly to me. I try to make pretend like it is because I'm very girly, really. I just was born in the San Fernando fucking valley with the name Libby, okay? And I don't look white, but I also, nobody can tell what I am. And that's how I grew up. Eating chocolate sandwiches that kids used to make fun of me for and say they were poop sandwiches. And I'd be like, it's Actually, chocolate fucking spread. You, you, look like, <laughs> you look like a New York Jew. I'm not. But that's what you look like. Like I, that's what I grew up around. That's that's your facial structure. That's what you look like. Okay, I'm Moroccan actually. Well, there you go. Which is pretty close. Africa. Um. Yeah. Not not okay. that not that far. Like just. I guess it depends on which map you're looking at. If you're looking at the flat Earth map, then it actually is very close. Exactly. <laughs> that's the only map that I use. <laughs> Most people would like totally flip out as soon as you mention the earth is flat. I'm like, just use your senses and just stop. No, it's tell all of this to shut up and just use the rest of your senses that you always try to ignore and stuff away with all of the bullshit you put in front of your face. I, That's, I, this I think phone just keeps is, falling. The earth is flat and is. hollow with a yes. dome on top. Correct. Yeah. And the sun and the moon are rotating they're not setting although we can i still i like the sunset but it's not actually setting that's the yep. only difference yep. and i always knew this too me that's too the weirdest part is that was the only people are so like out of their minds when i throw that in their face for and i say it in random conversation because i don't give a shit i'm just myself so as we're talking about stuff i'll be like somebody will mention something i'll go oh you don't have to worry about that i mean this is the flat and they're like wait what well because the earth is flat so yeah no that doesn't even make sense and they just stare at me and I just keep moving on with the conversation. <laughs> as soon as they start thinking about it for a second, or as soon as I'm like, wait a second, you've been on a plane, right? You've ever, most everybody's been on an airplane and crossed an ocean, hopefully. Yes. And I've crossed both, yep. Pacific and Atlantic and the country. Because I went, and as a kid, I was, I went to Israel as a kid. And the main question I had on the gigantic, enormous fucking jumbo plane we were on was, yep. 
it's fucking so flat outside though. Look at the ocean. It's just, and how come I can see so far away? Because what most people don't realize and don't know about me is that my eyes are fucked. My I have very serious corneal issues. And I can't really see very well right now, but it's more comfortable for me because these glasses don't really help much either. I can see a little bit sharper, but I still can't really see your face unless I do this. And then you have to see me all weird. So it doesn't <laughs> work too well. Um, usually I wear scleral lenses. They're really hard contacts. Um, there's a video that I found. I It's a promotional video yeah or a contact lens that has ai built into it that goes inside of your eyeball um it's a refractive lens it's the actual yeah. fucking replaces the reflective lens inside of your fucking eyeball in your head okay and when i saw this part of me was like motherfuckers i have wanted this my entire life yeah. and fuck you because you put AI bullshit into it. Why couldn't you just make it a contact that I can just like see the world without being hooked into your fucking matrix of shit? Why can't, why is that to be together? Because that's essentially what I feel like really is going to eventually happen. And I have a lot of people ask me now, like, um, so what can we do to stop it? Right. That's the biggest question that people have asked me since I posted that video, that live that I did, which by the way, when I watch it, when I watch it and it's me, I just have cuter hair the way I wanted it to be before it got, you know, completely chopped off, which I was saying before when I had all my hair chopped off, not that long ago, I was devastated beyond devastated for two days. I cried and my husband didn't really understand why I was being so severely emotional over hair that will grow back. Right. Cause logically like it'll grow back and he's very much a man, very logical, very rational for the most part. Right. So, yeah. But I'm a woman and I'm very much a woman and it's my fucking hair. And your, your hair connects you to source. And it's just so much more than that. I mm -hmm. mean, there's so much more to a woman's hair than just hair. There's yep. a reason why back in the day, women that did anything that was considered, um, you know, against the status quo, whatever it was back in the day, had their hair chopped off or they were stoned to death. There's a reason. And I understand that reason being a woman, the way that I am. I always say like, I feel like I was born in the wrong decade. I should have been like my age in like 1950 because I hate society today. Like for wow. the most part, that's why I'm leaving it. I fucking hate it for the most part. When people ask me what to do, what can we do? This, what I'm doing. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why I left my two bedroom, two bath apartment in Orange County, 10 minutes away from the beautiful, beautiful beaches of Huntington Beach um because god told me to because i believe him i believe what i saw and what i experienced may 19th was jesus was paradise which a lot of people call heaven um which i know i called heaven but technically it's paradise and um and i, do, I don't believe that it was a figment of my imagination i don't believe that it was what i wanted it to be i don't believe that i was passed out the entire time i know in fact that i wasn't um i know that i was conscious and that I was um, biologically suffering from the after effects of a grand mal seizure. And spiritually, I feel like I was having my ass kicked. That's how I feel. Looking yep. back at it now, I don't feel like a lot of people are, well, you wanted to stay. Right, I did want to stay. Wouldn't you have wanted to stay? Yeah. In a garden that was fucking immense with gigantic petals and flowers. And I, it looked so real that when I grabbed it, I could feel what it felt like. And it was like spongy. 
not like it was just like you could go through it but it was still there it was the most bizarre it was nothing and i wasn't on psychedelics at the time no like at all people ask me the weirdest shit it was what i just experienced and i don't know why people have such a hard time wrapping their brain around it other than the fact that there are people that really really need hardcore physical evidence in this realm and unfortunately that's not how everything works here it's just not and i don't know why it's so difficult especially for people who claim to really know who jesus is and the ones that say they've read the bible and and like read the bible and believe that the bible is the word of god why this is so far-fetched and insane to them when i'm like this is bible prophecy it's bible prophecy yeah well but 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 it's Bible prophecy, but we, the people, but it's Bible prophecy. So there's nothing that anybody can fucking do. You can fight against it, in my opinion, and beat yourself blue into insanity and rage, which is what I kind of did. It was fun while it lasted and I don't want to do it again. Um, or maybe you could do something different. And when people ask me what to do different, I feel like what I'm doing is something different. And it's not insane or crazy because there's actually lots of people that have been doing this all over the world for a lot longer than I have. Like I just barely started. There's people that did this and started this a decade ago, 20 years ago, they saw it coming. So um, I just feel like now maybe because of the birth of the stupid internet and how retarded it is that more people are aware of it. And even then I don't feel like that many people are aware of it or want to do it because it's hard to leave convenience and it's hard to leave the idea of what, and I tell this to my husband, of what we've been taught is normal or is acceptable, or this is what make, causes you to feel a feeling of success in life. The stationary, gigantic house that you don't even fucking need with all of the space that you don't even need because then you're separated from the people that you love further away. I don't want to go upstairs. I hate upstairs. I don't want to climb stairs. I want everything to be flat on the flat earth and I don't want to go upstairs. If I go upstairs, I want it to be up to heaven and I want you to leave me alone. <laughs> like that's, I'm sorry, that's me. And there's a reason why I feel that way. I just don't really like most people. I'm sorry. But at the same time, I like people. I just wish that they were not so fucking inconsiderate and such assholes. But the experience I've had with most people, at least in LA, is that they're very entitled and they cannot fathom leaving their comfort for work. Like I don't have a full size bathtub anymore. I gave it up willingly. I haven't really complained much about it either than I feel like other than to say, um, I, 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 I wish we had hot running water so I could fill up the smaller bathtub and just kind of, I'm small now, so I can just sort of sit in it like this for a little bit. That would be totally fine. I'd be super happy with that. Honestly, like that, that's more than I need right now because I've had a full-size hot fucking bathtub any chance at any time I wanted it for over 40 years of my life. And if I, knowing what I know now, want to survive the rest of my life, which could be another 10 years, day, 40 years, I don't know, I would rather get used to being uncomfortable and being okay with being uncomfortable and figuring out a way not to be uncomfortable if possible than to be such a whiny asshole constantly um, because that's how I lived for over 40 years. I was very much a victim a lot of the time and I try really hard not to be. And uh, I feel like getting my hair chopped off by an asshole um, was like a test 
to see how much of an asshole I'd be about someone else being an asshole to me. <laughs> um, and I'm proud of myself because I didn't throw a brick in the salon's window, okay? And the old me would have, and that's a big deal for me. So instead I prayed and I cried a lot and I sent you know emails and did a Yelp review like a normal person and told them they were assholes. Like <laughs> I, I didn't throw bricks in their window. I didn't go in there screaming like a crazy person. That's a lot of progress for somebody like me who feels everything so deeply and feels like it was a direct attack that the woman that chopped my hair off, chopped it off, you know, when I just asked for a trim. So it's just weird little things like that, that I have sat here recently and been like, I was mad at myself for being mad that I had my hair cut off. Cause I felt like it was so stupid to be mad about hair that's gonna grow back in a dimension of reality that is so fucking temporary anyways. Who gives a shit? The biggest like block I feel like I have online right now with an Instagram world, at least, which is the only social media app that I really have right now is, uh, running into lots of other moms that have gigantic fucking platforms. Cause I predominantly reach out to moms. I don't really reach out to, to guys that often at all. Um, maybe I should, maybe I get a better response from like dads than moms, but, um, is that they're afraid to lose their platforms if they talk about this stuff that I post. I don't fucking get that because the main thing that I feel like is uh, don't you have a platform in this community because you were sharing the truth? And so now you get to pick and choose what the truth is because you might be deplatformed. I just don't get that. That happens in my opinion once you have uh, started monetizing off of social media, which I understand and I respect and, and. Um, if you are completely that connected and that enthralled in their matrix, why are you claiming to be a truther spreading freedom and blah, 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 because clearly their matrix is shit and you can't have both. There's a lot of shills out there. A lot of, uh, patriots spelled with a Y. <laughs> yeah. And I know they it's really to, sad. They used to have the best of intentions, but now they've. They've sold out, sold out to yeah. whatever. So There's I get it. There's all sorts of stuff. I've been approached by more moms than I can tell you wanting me to, uh, you know, sell and push. Um, uh, how can I word this in a way that doesn't give out um, delivery methods and other alternative shopping systems? How about that? <laughs> For okay. um, Americans right who don't want to shop at target and the big box stores walmart things like that yeah, yeah. Um, because they want to you know um what's the phrase i keep reading about in the hashtag and stuff like fight with your dollar like pay with your dollar, like that that whole you know and i'm yeah. totally for that but i'm with all your for doctor. that yeah, absolutely yeah i'm all for that completely all like yeah. i don't want to go and i really don't go to most of those stores most of the time um, but I also don't trust the fucking shipping system right now, which shit, because I've seen all the ships out in the ocean and they should not be there this long. They're out there for way too long, just waiting to, it's just ridiculous. Well, I um, on now too. So, um, they all, they all left. There's still ships out there. Like the containers. Yeah. I heard a lot of them were leaving. Um, a lot of them left because from what I understand, I could be wrong. I'm not hundred percent sure at all about this, but from what I understand, a lot of them left because they were being charged to just be stationary in the middle of the fucking ocean. 
yeah. and not be able to unload. So they just were fuck it and they left. So there's yeah. a lot of that, but there's still a lot of ships out there. Last time I was out there and saw the ocean, there were still a lot of ships out there. And from what I understand from talking to people that lived out and grew up in Orange County, because I didn't, I grew up in LA County. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't be that way. The ships shouldn't be stretched all the way out from Long Beach Port to Huntington Beach or Sunset Beach. They shouldn't be um, that far out into the ocean. So I don't know. It, 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 to me, all that stuff is, man, I mean, it's all planned. It's all part of their plan. It's all part of the plan. Every single thing is part of the plan, including all of the distraction of bullshit. And um, I loved the uh, letter Q and the idea behind it and everything. But the more I researched into it, for myself and the more I waited because I didn't jump on the bandwagon. Whoa. I don't know where she went. Her internet just kicked her right out. Look at that. As soon as she said Q, boom. Gotta live loving in gotta love living in California. Hmm. Fun times. Okay then. Well Y'all know how we feel about Q around here. Um, or maybe you don't. But uh, since you brought it, since she brought it up, you know, we believe that the Q posts have not started yet. And not really. Um, there's there's three levels. There's the, and mind you, they started in 2017, the post did, uh, well, 2015 on Twitter, but 2017 on the boards. Um, so there was the, the past timeline that, you know, dig into this, dig into that, or that kind of thing. Then there was the present timeline, which was present at the time of the posts, that was kind of the bona fides, right? That was the uh, the proof that he was real. Yes, Tara, 2015 on Twitter. Most people don't know that. Um, and it wasn't under Q, it was under a different name. Um, and then there's the future timeline that hasn't started yet. And that's essentially what, what we're waiting on now. Um, is there a plan? Yes. But I like to say God plans and man laughs because free will fucks up all plans. So all of God's plans anyway. That's why we need to listen. That's why we need to listen to God and try and figure out what he's telling you to do or not to do. Because we're all just along for the ride right now. And if we buck his plans too much, we're going to fuck it up. So please don't. Just listen. Take a deep breath. Relax. And. Oh, her phone died. Okay. So. All right. Yeah, you're right, Lindsay. We need to listen and not just hear. Um, so anyway, yeah, I don't believe in the Patriot Shills. 
and uh, I did play more ads tonight than I normally do, just trying to get her internet to reset. But uh, we do try and bring you products that are made in America and that are going to be useful for what's coming in the future. So real quick, if you want my Patriot Supply, stock up for what's coming at defiantprep.life. That'll bring you over to my Patriot Supply. If you want the Nano Silver Fluoride Free Toothpaste, go to freshmouth.life. That stuff is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, for uh, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, or some amazing vitamins, drstellamd.com, promo code DEFIANT. And uh, of course, last but not least, my pillow. Use the promo code DEFIANT as well. And uh, you can shop at my pillow or my store. So anyway, that's all you get out of promotions out of me. The toothpaste really is amazing though. So please, everyone, we all know what's coming. We see the writing on the wall. We know how hard it is and how much harder it's going to get. But we do have collectively the ability to manifest the reality that we want. This has been proven over and over again. This is what prayer is. So if we can pray together and manifest a better world, why not try? Listen, listen to God. Don't listen to me. Listen to God because he is trying to talk to you. So anyway, tomorrow uh, I have Ghost joining me to do the show, uh, to do our regular newscast at 6 p.m. Eastern, um, uh, Tuesday as well. And then depending, if I leave on Wednesday, then obviously I won't do a show Wednesday um, if I leave on Thursday, then Wednesday, I will have MJ, who's a J sixer, just got out of jail, uh, coming to join me. But, um, and Dr. Sherwood, I'm going to have to reschedule for after we get back since he was supposed to be Thursday. And obviously I'm not going to be doing a show on Thursday as I will be driving across the country. So wish me luck. Um, so I think that's it for me tonight. Thank y'all for listening. I appreciate y'all hanging in. Um, don't forget. Thunder. 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 Thunder kicks. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Justin's Memorial is next Sunday, October 2nd. So, uh, if you are anywhere around Vegas, um, or can make it out there, then, then please come. We'd love to see you. So for VLIN, thanks for watching. I love my country, love my freedom, fuck the welfare, now I don't need it. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate. Ain't
CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five star reviews. Can verify authentication. Golden full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious.
Sirius DVD.